you know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. Uh, another week, another day for us. We are those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton in the studio. He is Jeff Smith. Golf Magazine Top 100 teacher Jeff Smith from Eagle Spring Golf Club in Walcott, Colorado for the summer. Yes, sir. You know, it's, uh, I don't, I don't want to brag. Sure. Go ahead. This weather, this weather's perfect. Uh-huh. I'm not hot. I'm not sweating. I'm looking at beautiful blue skies every day. Green mountains. Life is tough. You know what? Oddly enough, even today, end of July, third week of July, you know what's, you know what I'm looking at still at the top of the mountains? Snow. Oh, oh man. Still. They had so much at the top of those big 14,000 foot peaks. There's still snow on them. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. So I got daylight out here till, you know, 8.39 o'clock. I'm done at 6 p.m. and I'm hiking. I'm not doing mountain climbing stuff, but I'm hiking. Okay. And I just go get myself some exercise every evening and I, I start walking up these mountains. Did you ever buy that mountain bike? Trail. Uh, I did. So, you know, these things are expensive. Yeah, I know. They got, they got these things out there called e-bikes now. Yeah. Kind of like, defeats the purpose, doesn't it? Well, not if you're out here. Okay. There's nothing flat out here, dude. So, you know, here you can say that all you want thinking about Louisville because I was doing that thinking in Indiana going, what the heck is that? And then all of a sudden you realize – all right, so if I don't use that, that means I need that 21-speed bike with the easiest pedaling possible, and I'm going about an inch an hour. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So we go, let's let's get a little bit of electric help on the way up. <laughs> right? Because yeah. then you can, you can set how much of that power that you want to help you. So you're still doing the lion's share of it if you want to on the way up and you can go farther and you can kind of get your exercise. I, I kind of like the idea of this. Okay. So, well, hey, if anybody out there wants to trade an e-bike for golf lessons, I'm sure uh, Jeff at those weekend golf guys.com would be receptive to a discussion along those yeah. lines. Uh, you were at the, uh, the girls junior in Colorado Springs this past week. Were you not? I sure was. I saw a lot of seriously talented girls. The biggest junior girls tournament in the country, the most prestigious, the one that nobody just gets to go get into. You've got to earn your way there. So I was following the one and only friend of the show, Miss Ava Bunker from mm-hmm. Edinburgh, Indiana, where I used to be teaching at Timbergate Golf Course all the time. Right. And um, still my student, she played well. Missed the cut by three shots. That was oh, it. Wow. Wow. 155 players in the field after two days gets cut down to 64. You're like, oh, so a lot of really great players, including her, missed the cut. Were you what there for the, the historic occasion? Uh, there were there were three holes in one in one day in that tournament. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. Um, three different players. Veronica Exposito of Texas. 
Yeah. Had a five hybrid from 162 yards on the third hole, which is one you told me Ava overshot. Yep. No, um, she hit the flag stick on the fly first day, oh, and it wow. bounced back into the bunker. Oh, man. Yeah, I know. So she came close to making it four holes in one in one day, huh? Wow. Yeah. Uh, Emery Schwartz of uh, Wichita, Kansas, uh, aced the seventh with a seven iron. And then um, Angela Zhang, who qualified for the 2023 U.S. Women's Open, uh, she she copied Schwartz. She used the seven iron on the seventh and also aced it. So aces are the 23rd, 24th, and 25th known holes in one in championship history. So that's, that's impressive. Yeah. And, that's uh, impressive, right? Yeah. It's, 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 what do they say? The most in a single U.S. girls junior ever. Wow. Yeah. That's Paula, really. Paula Creamer made one back um, in Fort Worth, Texas at the Mira Vista Club in 2004 when she played in that tournament. She did, huh? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is. That is great. Well, but that's got to be. Go ahead. I mean, I've never had one. Come close a few times. You know, speaking of holes in one. So one of my students at Eagle Springs, Miss um, Catherine Moore Lilly, she went out and in the ladies member guest last week, not only did she win it over three of my other students in the, in the shootout thing, it was interesting. Three of my students won their flight and went to the shootout, but <laughs> she won it. But not only did she win it, but she won it with a walk-off hole in one oh, in the shootout at Eagle Springs. Did, was she the first one to, to shoot? She was, she was the last one to hit. All oh, right. It was there you legitimately go. the walk-off. <laughs> it was done. Now, here's the thing that's going to make you crazy. Not only was that the coolest scenario you can paint a picture of, but John, it was her 10th hole in one. Oh my goodness. And that's yeah. just an embarrassment of riches right there. Yeah. It's he's look at that and everybody's just shaking their head. Yeah. And that was, the, that was, I cannot imagine a way. I mean, here's a 62 or three year old lady winning yet again. She's, you know, she's won some tournaments. She's a good player. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine having that at your club in a member guest with your best friend playing with you <laughs> and you are literally the last person to strike a ball in that tournament in the playoff, <laughs> everybody else is gone, right? They were in the, they were in the, 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 the top flight, right? They were, the, they were in the best player flight. Mm -hmm. And so here they are on the third hole of the shootout and here they all are playing it out in front of the clubhouse. Now, here's the interesting part was they, they chose the par three uh, to make a par three out of the 18th hole, which is a par five. They said in the shootout, we're going to play these holes. And if we have to get to here, we're going to play it as a par three. So they went out and played it and they put it out there at 168 yards. Okay. And she is the last person to strike a ball in that tournament 
one hopping in. Okay. And everybody's around, all the golf carts are parked around the green. Everybody's out there. You know, they get this, they get the loudspeaker going, announcing the shots and all this stuff. Oh, it was crazy. <laughs> and Jeff is just handing out cards with his schedule. I have an opening tomorrow at 10. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean that that brings up the question. Maybe we can can deal with it in, at length a little bit later on in the show. But can you is is it practical to shoot for a hole in one, or is it something that just happens? But if you just if you just worry about striking it right and, and aiming correctly, and just let luck, Lady Luck, do look, the rest. Look, how would you ever say to yourself? let alone your partners without any alcohol involved. Hey, I'm, I'm going to try to make one here. <laughs> right. Think about that. And you're like, it, that's like, Hey, y'all watch this. Yeah. <laughs> right? Hold my beer. <laughs> no, exactly. But the, the reality of that is, is that you know, you're always trying to stand up and hit a great shot. Right. So, you know, we've all had shots that are just oh so close. Sometimes, depending on the yardage and the club that's in your hand and all that stuff, you're pin-seeking mm-hmm. with every shot from right. the fairway or off the tee or whatever, right? But how could you ever predict anything like that? In, I mean, even to yourself in your own head. I don't I'm, that'd be, it, that'd it, it, it totally astounds me. And that's why when people say, oh, yeah, this is my 10th or my 4th or whatever – multiple uh, hole in one holes in one they have experienced it it's hard to believe that anything but luck can can draw that i mean i, I played with my brother-in-law one day a couple of years ago par three and he hit the worst shot in the world i don't think the ball ever got more than three feet off the ground he just hit it very hard and it rolled a lot <laughs> and it made it to the green and we went around looking for it and couldn't find it until we looked into the hole and the hole was the last place we looked because neither of us thought that the ball was anywhere near good enough to be a potential hole in one. So, yeah, you know, I mean, there's just that's an astounding amount of luck, right? You hear yeah. stories like that, yeah, where you know, player A goes out cold tops one and it just keeps bounding down there mm-hmm. and winds up in the hole. You hear stories like that, like you just mentioned, and then you hear stories of you know, and, and even see them is the bad shot that gets a ricochet off of something. Yeah. You know, hit the rocks. And you look at it and you're like, yeah, right. Matter of fact, there's one of them. uh, I think Fuzzy Zeller did it in a PGA Tour tournament where he hit it, pulled it left of the green, and it looks like it's hung up in the grass. And then he's walking off the tee. The camera shows him walking off the tee. And then they go back and the ball is now – it's rolling, uh, rolling, tricking out, out of the grass and trickling yeah. down the hill. And next thing you know, the thing winds up in the hole while he's still walking toward the green. Yeah, he's halfway there already before it goes. It's it's really yeah. cool. Uh, we're going to talk more about holes in one and the chances of holes in one. And we got the, a brand new golf cart we want to talk about, too. And we're going to talk with the designer and the inventor and the guy who uh, wants to sell you one. Cheap. When we come right back. Because we've got a lot of stuff to talk about because it is summertime and golf season is in full swing. And you're with us and we're going to swing you onto the course much better. We are those weekend golf guys. 
Crime across the country is at an all-time high. And with summer coming up, it feels like even a family road trip is taking a risk. We don't want the feeling of being unprotected and vulnerable. We found ConcealedCarry411.com. ConcealedCarry411.com gave us the help we needed to legally apply for a concealed carry permit that's recognized in over half of the country. Concealed411.com simplifies the process to apply, and it's all online. We used their free qualification process to answer a few questions and applied for our permit right from home. Thanks to reciprocity laws between states, when you're issued a New Hampshire concealed carry permit, you can legally carry in any state that recognizes your New Hampshire permit. It only takes minutes to apply, so don't wait. Exercise your rights today. Have peace of mind. Apply today. Go to www.concealed411.com. That's www.concealed411.com. Go to www.concealed411.com. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golfguys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us. We'd love it even more if you'd go there and follow us, facebook.com slash golfguys. And thanks for hanging and coming back. We are those weekend golf guys. We have a special guest. We we took, teased you. We, we teased the fact that Corey Schneider was going to be here, and he's one of those guys that does something. You're going to look at it, and you go, damn, why didn't I think of that? Because when you look at it, it makes perfect sense, yet nobody, Corey, done it before you. How come? Well, I think there maybe was a one or two 20 years ago, but okay. nothing ever came about. Okay. And nobody ever put patents in for it. Oh, ain't you lucky. When we first invented it, we put in for the patents that we needed and we got them. We were shocked, but we got them. Fantastic. What we're talking about, of course, Revolve Golf. I told you that that I came home one day and I saw this box on my porch and I said, man, that looks like it could be a golf bag. And I opened it up and lo and behold, it was a golf bag, but not just any golf bag. It's a, is it convertible, the right name or adaptable or, or how do you describe it, Corey? Please call it all in one. Okay. Well, that makes sense. It's easy too, but it has wheels that you can remove, but you can put wheels on it and use it as a cart bag without having to get an extra cart. You can take the wheels off if you want to carry it and use it as a stand bag, or you can put all those tethers away and put it on a cart. It's an all-in-one bag, just like you said. What was the thought process to, to get to that, man? During COVID, I was sitting in my garage and I have about four golf bags. Mm -hmm. And they're all heavy. They're full of clubs that I don't use. Mm -hmm. And I was moving them around because I was cleaning the garage. And I said, it would be great if these things had wheels on them. And I don't have to carry it on my shoulder. I came from New York and we played Beth Page. Okay. And we played the black golf course all the time. <laughs> and you had to walk. You couldn't take a golf cart. Oh. So I said, that would be a perfect idea for the black holes. Mm -hmm. Where if you're next to a green, just throw it over your shoulder and walk across the green. You don't have to pull it all the way around and you could carry it with the wheels on it or off because it's light. And then once you get on the other side, you could just put, you could push it, you could pull it, you could do whatever you want. So I started thinking about doing something like that. And I, I started researching first if anyone had it out or anyone does. There's a couple of different versions, but nothing like ours. Right. So I wanted to keep it a stand bag. Okay. I wanted to keep it literally, literally light like a stand bag. Mm -hmm. That the, the legs pop out like a stand bed mm -hmm. and then have the options of doing the other things with it. That's kind of how it evolved. 
Yeah, I like the, the the handle that you can pull up, like the suitcase handle totally disappears inside the bag if you're not going to carry it or pull it. I want to keep it very light. So an aluminum mm-hmm. handle like that's so light that it doesn't yeah. add weight. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a phenomenal idea and it works great. Even for us old lazy guys, you know, who, who get to the course and have to walk from the end of the parking lot to the clubhouse. Right. Use the wheels and then take them off and put it on the cart and go. <laughs> That's when I get the most people ask me questions because living down here, I, I always walk or I'll, I'll walk into the driving range. Some of these mm-hmm. driving ranges are pretty far away. And when I'm walking by the driving range, I said, what is that thing? And I said, oh, here's a card. It's called Revolve. We invented it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I get a lot of people asking while I'm wheeling it. Especially in Myrtle Beach. I know there are more golf courses per capita in Myrtle Beach than anywhere else, but probably more golfers per capita too, aren't there? It's a little tough market down here because a lot of the guys come here for vacation and they don't really live here all the time. Right. But like I said, I got it in all the high schools and a lot of the local shops are selling it. Yeah. Which well, is, it is which perfect is okay. for junior golf, man. Like like we were discussing, because yeah. they have to carry their bag. Mom or dad or somebody uh, caddies for them normally, don't they? That's the high school kids. Some of the parents love it. And, it stands and, on any terrain, just like you would stand your regular stand bag. Yep. So no matter where you are, wherever you're pushing it, you just flip it. And it's it's there. Right it's stable up, and so. it's there. Especially right. when the World Amateur comes to, uh, to Myrtle Beach, man. You should get a little I had. A little I was tent. at TPC, actually. Oh, right. <laughs> I was over at the Dustin Johnson School with the bags. <laughs> right. Did yeah. it work? <laughs> a couple of sales. Golf people are very weird. They're setting their ways, and they don't like to change their stuff. Some people say, oh, you know. But one of my good friends pushes that three-wheel thing. Mm-hmm. And I got him converted over to it pretty, which I thought was going to be a hard sell, but but he kind of likes it now. There's a golf course here locally that uh, lets you rent the um, electric carts yes. that follow you with with the yeah. remote. You still they're great, but up. they're fifteen hundred dollars compared yeah. to mine, two hundred fifty dollars. A bit bit of a difference. Well, cool. So, how long has it been on the market, Corey? Uh, it's been on the market about a year. Okay. We we finally got it produced. Took a couple of years to get it made. We wanted to get it out as quick as we could. So we, we came up with what we have right now. Right. But there's some, some stuff in the works. I'm going to tell you that. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like I said, it, it's, it does what I say it's going to do. Mm-hmm. And it does it well. It does okay. it well. Because, like I said, I keep the wheels on it in the car just because it's sometimes a long walk to the pro shop or to the, you know, Practice tea or wherever. Usually, maybe. like today, we we played this morning, and you can't take the car to the driving range, and it's all the way across the road. Instead of taking a one iron and a driver or something, I just wheel my whole bag, and yeah. that's when I get all the questions. Everybody's walking with two clubs, and I got my whole bag. <laughs> it, it really and it wheels spectacular. In fact, I have a grandson who's been wheeling it around the house all day today because <laughs> I just. But Corey Schneider with Revolve Golf is, uh, I guess, Corey Schneider is Revolve Golf. And the and the bag, an all-in-one bag, uh, just to reiterate, it's, you know, normal size, but it's lightweight, has wheels that are removable, so you can use it just as a pull cart, but you can take them off, use it if you need to carry the bag or prefer to carry it. However, it's a stand bag. Or you you know, can... And you can carry it with the wheels on it. Mm-hmm. I get there, it starts raining, or sometimes it's car path only. Mm-hmm. So when it's car path only, instead of walking out with... 10 clubs when I don't know how far I am. I just wheel my whole bag and then I just meet somebody up at the green or wherever I want. And a lot of times, you know, like I said, car path only, you want to yeah. walk. Yeah. You get to the course, you don't have your pull cart. What do you do? 
That's this it. thing, you just, you got it with you all the time. Oh, and you know, the, the statistics say that Jake actually play golf, fa- a round of golf faster if you're walking than if you're riding in a cart. It's great for like nine holes. Like a lot of the old guys down here and a lot of the guys, the older guys, they don't mind walking nine holes with this. It, it, you know, it gives them a little exercise. It's easy to take out of their car. And for nine holes, like down at the villages in Florida, mm-hmm. it's great because a lot of those old guys play nine holes and they love it. Not an extra thing they got to take out of the car. Like, it's just good, like you say, just to walk from the car. Yeah. To, you know, when you get home, I, I take it out. I wheel it into the garage. I stand it up. So have, have the other four bags that uh, triggered this whole thing that were in your garage, are they still there? Well, what I did was I had an old horse light bag. So I drilled a hole through the bottom and I took the wheels off my lawnmower. It's okay. really funny. I have the prototype still here. <laughs> and then my wife had a, an old bag, luggage bag. Mm-hmm. So I cut out the handle and I took wire ties and I started putting it on and drilling holes. And it's funny, the, like the moment of inertia, I wanted it to be where it wasn't that heavy one yet. So I, I kind of put the wheels in all different spots. I moved them out and put mm-hmm. them back. I, and I wanted it to that stand to work. Yeah. So it had to be on the opposite side. It took a little while, but I went to a machine shop and I made a band that went around the bottom. Okay. And then I, I found these quick disconnect wheels and I started, that's how it actually started. Oh, fantastic. So the first, the first prototype is kind of a Frankenstein kind of deal. Yeah, that kind you of, yeah, that's why <laughs> whatever I can find in a garage. Uh, shameless self-promotion portion, Corey, how do people see it? Uh, get one, whatever. All right. You go to revolvegolf.com. That's our website. You buy it right on the website. Uh, What I'm going to do for you today, we're going to do a uh, coupon code for all your listeners. You're going to get $50 off. And it's going to be, I made it, Weekend Golf Guys. Very cool. This way, anybody anybody wants to go on, revolvegolf.com has a video of the bag, what to do, how you know, it has a little pipe in the bottom so the wheels go in it. Right. That was, uh, we wanted to keep it light. They were making me these big, heavy things to put the wheels in. But I got a couple of little things now. Now oh. that we're going, we're making some money. I can start making some changes before I. That's it. Kind of and then, and then all those other ideas that are popping into your head, you can bring you know, to life then, too. You know, we get it made overseas. So it's a bit of a pain in the neck to keep going back and forth. Right. So. I understand. Well, cool. Well, Corey Schneider, revolvegolf.com. Go check out this bag. It's a great bag, uh, all purpose, all in one. You can wheel it, you can carry it, you can put it on a cart, however you want to play. And um, check it out and, and use, if you want to buy one from them, we won't complain at all. But uh, you'll complain if you don't use Weekend Golf Guys as a code, because if you do, yes, Corey will money. give you 50 bucks off. So You know, it's got a lot of pockets. It's got the cooler pockets. It does. It's got 11 pockets. It's got a lot of places to keep yourself because I have a lot of stuff. Yeah. You know, if you want to put on, you know, your scope and all your stuff. That's so it, it, uh, it accommodates yeah. all your, it doesn't look like it, but it does. Yeah. Storage galore in there too. For yeah, It's so. just kind of like the, the the magic thing that just you know, that, that, that magic uh, cup that never empties totally. This thing has got <laughs> space for everything. And and again, it doesn't get all bloated and heavy. And I know golf know. is like, the, and it comes with a range, the rain cover, like everyone else. Yeah, definitely. Corey Schneider, appreciate your time tonight, sir. Thank you for joining us here on those weekend golf guys. Thank you very much for having me. You're quite welcome. Now go check it out at revolvegolf.com. And you know, what the heck? Buy one for you or for somebody, or buy one for you and for somebody else. There you go. That's what I get. A lot of kids buy them for their parents. That's good, man. Corey, 
Thanks again, man. And we'll be right back. Hang out. In today's troubled world, our USA Armed Forces stand ready to protect you, your family, and our American way of life. When veterans return to civilian life, they deserve your recognition and support. You can help put vets to work by donating your car, truck, or van to Patriotic Hearts. Your donation will directly support programs to help vets find jobs or even start their own business. Donate today for fast, free pickup of your vehicle, running or not. Operators are standing by to answer questions about making a tax-deductible vehicle donation. Find out how you can make a difference in the life of a United States veteran. Call 800-248-3508. For 24-hour response, call 800-248-3508. 800-248-3508. That's 800-248-3508. Uh, thanks for hanging again. Coming on back, we are those weekend golf guys. At, uh, golf cart's kind of cool. And again, you can get 50 bucks off if you just use weekend golf guys as a uh, coupon code if you want one. That sounds pretty cool. I sat there and I was, you know, I was astounded. Here's a dude that thinks about a lot of things about a golf cart with the bag that was lightweight enough, right? Because I just assumed he started talking about that thing. I'm like, this bag's got to be heavy. Yeah, all the stuff he's got going on. I'm like, wait a minute. Well, that's like, like you said, the the uh, impetus of the idea was he was in his garage cleaning his garage, and he has eight filled golf bags in his garage, which yeah. is another embarrassment of riches. But we can discuss that later. But he started moving them out of the way so he could clean his garage, and they were heavy tour bags, cart bags with lots of clubs yeah. in them. And he's like, wouldn't it be great if they said wheels on? Oh, yeah. so how could you put wheels on a golf bag? And, you know, and that's what, what started the whole thing, like he explained. But still, making it light enough, that is the secret right there. And making the wheels yeah. pop off easy enough. You know, I've got one and they do pop off. You know, you just have to look at them hard. Ride a cart all the time when I play golf. But yeah. we've had a lot of rain here. Too many times it's been cart path only, which kind of defeats the point of taking a cart. Because, you know, you have to drive to the car, the area close to where the ball is and then pull out, you know, five or six different clubs and walk to where your ball is and then walk back. But if you could just unstrap the cart, pull it off and wheel it behind you, how much easier would that be? And you'd have every club right there at your disposal. That's a pretty cool thing, right? Because, you know, I'm always promoting people taking more club because that's one of my biggest pet peeves about slow play. You know, Joe Schmo is going to go out there. And he sees his ball out there, and then he takes one club with him. It requires a different one. And then he decides, okay, I got to go back to the golf cart to get it. And I'm just sitting there ranting all the time. Take more clubs. Right. They're not that heavy. But yeah. this guy improves upon that by saying, take your whole bag, because you don't have to carry it now. You'll have the club that could most easily get you to that pin that you are seeking from wherever your ball is. Now, we started talking about that in the, in the opening, about the pin seeking and about the, uh, the, the chances of getting a hole in one, which are phenomenal. And yeah. people who have multiple holes in one. In fact, these people who have multiple holes in one in one round. We've had yeah, stories you know, about that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. It is, that's just crazy. If, if you're the guy that gets not only a hole in one, but if you're the guy that actually has two holes in one in one round, if you are not driving from the golf course 
to go buy lottery tickets at your local gas station, <laughs> there's something wrong with you. Because <laughs> pretty clearly, you are one of the luckiest people alive on this day. It's yeah. your day. Dude, if this ever happens to you, instead of buying drinks for everybody and running out of all your money, get your butt to the gas station and go buy your lottery tickets. And that's an upside down tradition. If I get a hole in one, you should be buying me drinks. You're right. You just pulled off a feat that nobody else does. Yeah. Somebody ought to be buying you a drink to congratulate you instead of you having to suffer financially by buying everybody a round. Who came up with that? I lied before when I said I never had a hole in one. I did have an albatross once in a golf scramble. That's really cool. I paid the extra money to to be able to take a couple of tee shots from the women's tees. Yeah. You know, those, those funky things that they do at golf scrambles that make it very much kind of golf. But anyhow, it was, it was at the top of a hill and I could not see over the hump. Well, it was on the side of a hill. It was, I could not see over the hump. I couldn't see the green. I just had a general idea where it was. And I hit probably one of the cleanest tee shots I've ever hit in my life. Center face contact the whole nine yards. We get to the green and we're looking around for all the balls and we find three out of the four. And I'm going, oh man, I liked that ball. And one of the golf course uh, employees was there. He said, you looking for your ball, son? I said, yeah. He said, it's in the cup. No. (laughs) So can I get a hole in one on any of the par threes where I could win a car or 10,000 bucks or a trip? No. Had to be that one. But they did give me a bottle of Maker's Mark for the occasion. So That is pretty cool. You know, so I've been involved, you know, as as I've been a head golf professional for a while, you run these charity scrambles and, you know, you you always run the risk of, you say, okay, we're going to buy the insurance Mm -hmm. for this car, right? Right. So there was a guy in one of the tournaments who had the hole in one and we bought the insurance and he wins the car. You know, it was a, it was a kind of, it was a small little car, you know, nothing, it wasn't like a Lamborghini or anything crazy like that. Right. Mm -hmm. But he wins the car. He's so excited. And the, the stuff we had to go through to verify that that was the case. Right. Oh yeah. You know, we had at that time, it required a bunch of signatures you know, I had to be one of those signatures, even though I wasn't there. Yeah, you didn't see anything. No, but we did have a person on the green with a radio and a person on the tee, right? So we did all the things that made you go through a bunch of hoops. Mm-hmm. And then they they got video because that's what they required us to do. We had to have signatures and verifications and video evidence of the stuff you know like okay it seemed like they wanted an inordinate amount of proof yeah because they're giving away a car right yeah so i get it right there's a there's a thing you you spend x dollars on this insurance and then the insurance companies they're not interested in being flim flam Right. right so there's a whole bunch of stuff that goes with that but I recall reading a story in, in one of the professional, you know, blogs that some golf course that they did not buy the insurance mm. and they had 
the guy get the hole in one and he sued and won. Yeah. 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 yeah the insurance, you know, like, I mean, that that's like insurance. The insurance industry is basically a scam in my own humble yet nevertheless expert opinion, but it's something that you can't afford to live without. You can't drive without insurance. You should not try to live without insurance in case, you know, you stop living prematurely. And, yeah. and for heaven's sake, if you're going to give away a $30,000 car, and I don't think there's much less than $30,000 cars in the world anymore, at least get the insurance because it's only a couple hundred bucks. Uh, didn't we about six or seven years ago have uh, have a guy on that was starting a company that set up a permanent display with with cameras around the greens? and. Uh-huh. And if you and on the T, it was like with an ATM machine at the T. If you wanted to participate, you paid like ten bucks or something. Uh huh. And the and, camera gets uh, triggered. Yeah. And and if they it was still a have one woman, of those, yeah, they still have one of those on the eleventh hole at Timbergate. Oh, do they? Still okay. works. Yeah, still works. Cool. And, and there's a a, a feed, uh, you know, some sort of some sort of feed wirelessly something through the cloud or whatever, mm-hmm. and transmits it. To the the general manager at uh, at Timbergate. So if somebody has one, he gets an email video verification that somebody actually had one immediately after it happens. Yeah, that's very cool. And then the the company gets notified, and the payoff can happen relatively quickly. Yeah, yeah. that that's yeah, always good. Cool. But that that seems to me, I, you know, I've participated in a lot of charity scrambles, and it just seems to me as I watch the people. That offering a prize for a hole in one is the easiest way to guarantee no one gets one. Yeah. Because then right. they try too hard. Yeah, that's right. They get nervous. Yeah. I think I think those things are really cool on, on par threes, on, on those charity tournaments, you know, because everybody gets kind of cranked up about it. Uh-huh. But the best thing that you and I have talked about this numerous times on the show is the best thing for those outings to have is the heckle hole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they get some joker out there, some sarcastic as to, you know, son of a gun out there to to get sit there and rip on people right before they're doing it, you know, making noise makers and all kinds, you know, yeah. fart jokes and all kinds of things that are just funny, you know, disparaging remarks about the guy's funny pants yeah. or or the size of his mother's army boots or whatever it is, right? Yeah, the guy's guy that goes Don Rickles on everybody. And you yeah. have to pay them to shut up because I can tell you from experience, it's very difficult to hit a ball correctly while you're laughing your ass off. Yeah. I'm just saying. So, yeah. But that's just got so much fun involved in it. Right. Yeah. That, you know, it's, it's pretty funny. It um, is. It is indeed. And, 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 and I always thought I would love to be that guy for a day. Like, okay. let me get out there. Cause We've all heard, all of us, we've all heard a whole bunch of uh, stories and a whole bunch of sarcastic golf stuff over the course of our career. Oh, yeah. I guarantee you that I could stand out there if nobody <laughs> knew who I was. I'd go to some place, you know, do it for some place that they don't have any idea who I am. I'm just yeah. some slow out there, <laughs> you know, wearing a T-shirt and a bucket hat with a microphone <laughs> in my hand. I'm like, this is about to be fun, folks. We have a new second career choice for for Golf Magazine Top 100 instructor Jeff Smith, who will be right back along with me 
John Ashton. We are those weekend golf guys, and hang out because we're coming right back. Why don't you follow us on Twitter? It's very easy. Just go to twitter.com. We are at WKND Golf Guys. Message and data rates may apply. Do you need a car? Been shopping only to be turned down because of bad credit, low credit, no credit, bankruptcy, or divorce? Guess what? Today's your lucky day. Because now you can buy a car, truck, or SUV, just about any vehicle. It's true. Bad credit doesn't matter. No credit doesn't matter. Bankruptcy or divorce, it just doesn't matter. As a matter of fact, your job is your ticket to your new vehicle. We're Auto Credit Express, and we've helped thousands of people just like you. Antonio H. told us, great company, got me connected, and the day I went in, I drove off in the car I wanted. 100% worth your time. Need a car? Get started now and drive off as early as today. Just text Auto Credit to 88909 right now to get started. That's Auto Credit to 88909. Auto financing the easy way. Text Auto Credit to 88909. And this is us again, those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. Holes in one. If you're a golf course, don't do it without the insurance. Although you really should make whoever sponsors the hole in the golf scramble buy the insurance. That should be the deal. You know, you want, well, to, yeah, you want to sponsor the hole in one? You, you're the car dealer. You buy the insurance. You know? Exactly. Right? And just put it out there. Get your name on that thing. Yeah. You know, because that's that's who, who it is. Is that, you know, they're putting a, a car on the tee. They're like, Getting yeah. one off of their lot or whatever, picking some car, they're going to auction off this vehicle right here. You're right. They're the guys that should be ponying that up. But, you know, you can make an, enough money on these holes and one things, you know, and, and the whole sponsorship things for all 18 holes or, you know, these tournaments, they got five signs on every tee now. They're selling them all. That's that's great. Golfers stand up, get their picture taken in front of five signs. They can see that. That's what they're doing. They're getting paid for yeah. that. Especially if you make people pay to participate most scrambles are doing now because it's another another vehicle for the charity to make some money if you know you buy the insurance and you say listen we'll split however much at whatever rate uh when the player gets here it's like you you want a chance at this car it's going to be 10 bucks you know yeah. pony up buddy here you go so so it's uh, everybody wins and the people who go to these charity scrambles they know why they're going yeah. unfortunately some of them still think they're going to go put a stacked team together so they can go win the $40 yeah, nice. gift certificate to Olive Garden. Or 50 bucks in the pro shop. Yeah, know, right. Keep the money here. Spend it before you leave. I have I have won a few golf scrambles and won enough gift certificates to uh, afford a box of Pro V1s. That's about it. Yeah. You know, maybe Pro V1s and a shirt, depending on how cheap the shirts were, if they have a clearance rack or not. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, but again, that, that would lead us to... Uh, to check out the businessgolfcourse.com because we teach you how to uh, actually make a measurable ROI on participating in a golf scramble. And it's a measurable ROI to the point where you're going to want to participate in one a week. You're going to be making so much money every time you play in one. So I'm just throwing that out. It's called the businessgolfcourse.com. But I know what's going to happen, man. I am going to get a hole in one in a golf scramble someday. And it's going to be a hole in one on a par three where a car dealer is giving away a spiffy car. And it's going to be electric. And I'm not <laughs> going to want an electric car. So I will, sell it. I will have absolutely no desire to get that hole in one. 
And against all odds, I'm sure the ball will probably trickle into the hole somewhere down the line. So, uh, and then you'll have to stand up there and go, Hey, what am I going to do with this? And the answer is you're going to sell it. Yes. (laughs) Well, I'd have to sell it anyway, man, because you know, you have to pay taxes on that thing. You win a car, you have to pay the income tax. That's right, because that is considered income. It and is. Boy, they, and they'll go to the full retail value. They'll go oh, to the yeah. full MSRP. That's not what it. you would normally pay for the car when you went to the dealership and arranged the deal. Oh, no. no Straight sticker price, man. Copy that sticker, take whatever percentage rate you have, and send it to us. Yeah. Under penalty of law. But, um, but now, just as an aside, man, I have a... a a guy I know went to Washington, D.C. from Louisville here, um, and they drove in a Tesla. And he said the only hassle was we had to stop eight times between here and Washington, D.C. to charge the car, and it took 30 minutes each time. You know, yeah. I have I have a Jeep Grand Cherokee that could have made it there on one tank of gas. <laughs> <laughs> and the only stopping you're doing is for food and other human essentials. Uh, exactly. Exactly. So, okay, we digress. But again, as if you've listened to us for a long period of time, you know we do it so well because that's why we do it so often. But uh, holes in one. Do you have any advice for somebody? If if I said, listen, my life depends on me getting a hole in one on one of these four par threes in this 18-hole round today. What would you suggest I do? Take enough club. Okay. <laughs> Look, first, get rid of your ego on how far you think you hit that seven iron. Okay. Right? Because you're going to have to swing out of your shoes on the one time you can get the seven iron all the way to the hole. Right. So first things first, if you want to improve your chances of getting a hole in one, at least take the six iron when you think it's the seven. (laughs) right chances are good high even that you're not going to hit the center of the face of the seven iron and the six iron is going to go far enough to get you whole high right right and then at least just try to square the club face right get your alignment right get your ball position right get your club face straight to the target as you can think about on that one chance and for God's sake, don't swing as hard as you can swing because the odds of that are just being successful are just damn near nil. Mm-hmm. But don't stand up there and be that guy puffing out his chest. I got seven iron here, boys. And then all of a sudden you sit there and swing as hard as you can, spin around and fall down. Don't be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> right? But, you know, you, you got to do the things that could get you literally the best quality golf shot to send your ball because if it's not on the green, there's not a chance. Right. Right. So you got to get it. So you got to get the thing on the green. And most people, like we've mentioned earlier, you know, look, the odds of the dang thing going in are so astronomically high against you anyway, Mm -hmm. at least give yourself the chance by taking the right club and making a decent, good golf swing in balance and square the club face as best you can. Yeah. Yeah, because when you're swinging out of your shoes, man, there's 
there's not a, even a good chance the ball is going to go in the direction you're pointing. Yeah. Uh, so come on. Yeah. So get rid of your ego, boys, out there. You know, just take enough club. Or maybe over club. Take take what you think might be too much club. And just hit it. Yeah. And be surprised. Yeah. I mean, even so, even in the in the the scrambled competitions where it's closest to the pin. A lot of times when you're trying to get close to the pin, you defeat your purpose. You need to just not even worry about it. Just play the game. Very true. You no, know, because you're always so, trying to get as close to the pin as you can. So here's here's something that I do on par threes when these closest to the pins uh-huh. that I that I do. I do it on long drive contests too, right? Because everybody wants to see, you know, who's who's got the closest shot and, you know, yeah. the measurements and all that stuff. Yeah. I like to have a little fun with this. You know, I'll get up there and I'll take the pencil and I'll go put on there, you know, after the, the you know, the last guy on there, I'll put on there, not you. <laughs> <laughs> so when everybody looks at it, they're like, <laughs> or not you again. <laughs> you know, we all like to have our fun, and and that one, you know, you're gonna you're gonna chuckle at that personally because you know how many people are gonna go look at it. Yeah. Oh, everybody's gonna look at it. Yeah. 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 But you just know. <laughs> and what's what's been funny is that. I did it one time when I was the golf professional and I was up there making the announcements of who's winning the hole in one. <laughs> <laughs> John Ashton, four feet, six inches. <laughs> Intrepid producer Mark, three feet, one inch. <laughs> Coming in at one inch away from the hole. Not you. Not you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, I just like to have that fun. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. So, I mean, bottom line is, you know, multiple holes in one. Don't hold out for that. Don't don't make it one of your bucket list things. Uh, one hole in one. Well, you know, you play often enough. Lady luck will maybe shine upon you someday when you least expect it. Probably the day you have like no cash in your pocket to buy drinks for people. So most likely. You won't you won't want to tell a whole lot of people. You'll just want to scurry away when the round's over and yeah. uh, beat feet to get out of there quickly. But good luck if you are trying. Um, pin seekers of the world, unite! Go out there and do your thing, man. Get as close as you possibly can without going over. Oh wait, that's the Price is Right, isn't it? That's not uh, something like that. Yeah, yeah. But if you are, <laughs> you know, may the hole in one force be with you. And with your spirit and go on out. Just take Wait a enough minute. club. You're not allowed to mix this this the, the story lines there. Look, you're yeah. out there saying, May the hole in one force be with you, and yet you're holding up your spot fingers. <laughs> right? Like, hey, wait a second. Every Star want... Wars fan, every Star Trek fan just saw that and went, Hey, hey, get it right. Mixed metaphors wow. are my thing, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, whether or not you're going to get a hole-in-one, whether or not you want a hole-in-one, 
just play your best game the next time you go out and play some golf. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.